0: All right, Cana Collective. Y'all know what time it is, baby. It's Kane Clock. Right, right, let's get light. You park your car, you turn off your lights. Y'all can probably tell I'm sitting in the car doing what I normally do. It used to be easy to just walk around and gather yourself and your thoughts up. Sometimes you got to take a ride. A little crazy to try and walk someplace that you go to. But here we go. Now, I don't know about y'all. But I gotta ask a question. Have you heard of the legend man the myth Kevin Samuels? Uh, yeah, well there's a few other people that's adding their names to the uh Manosphere Lexicon couple people I know off top uh, first and foremost, the first one I ran into that talked anything about that, I didn't know about him until 2011, 2012. That was O'Shea Duke-Jackson. Then we go to some other people that I know. You got AMS, Alpha Male Strategies, okay, Uh, somebody I got turned on to here in the last year or so that was MTR, Mediocre Tutorials and Reviews. And somebody that I found, like Kevin Samuels through WorldStar, That would be Fresh and Fit. Also, uh, give a shout-out to the Young Upstart TMP, Poor Man's Podcast. All right. Now, I want to speak specifically about Fresh and Fit and Kevin Samuels. First, let's give you some background and context of what's going to be said. I'm going to include a link to the said video in the description, as long as they didn't take it off and put it on Patreon. Now, what it was, Fresh and Fit had a podcast. They had, uh, three females. They also had the roommates. Yo, shout out to the roommates. Okay. I can't forget about them because her feast went off. But anyway. This is going to lead into what I'm talking about. So, on the Fresh and Fit podcast, they had three females. One named Damaris. One named Jesse Tron. Uh... There's a third female. She sat in the center in the video. can't remember her name, but I do remember she was very, very poised throughout this whole podcast. Now, long story short, you have the one small female from up top named Damaris. You got the Latina female, Jessie Tron, and they were speaking about doing OnlyFans work. Well, the roommates were telling them, were asking, rather, about were they making any type of investments because, you know, money's fleeting. And Hafiz actually took it upon himself. You know, we need to protect the roommates, Fresh and Fit, and Kevin Sanders at all costs, but let me go back to what I'm saying. The fact is that Hafiz was, you know, trying to educate the young ladies on, because they're young, I think the oldest one was 23. But he was trying to educate them on making money moves. And the one female, Jesse Tron, was like, yo, OnlyFans is a money tree. You, you, She used the word in the wrong context. Okay? Money tree is something that you can plant that grows, and as it branches and spreads out, it's going to branch into different revenue streams. Somebody like Master P, when he started No Limit Records, this is just an example, No Limit Records is what we call a money tree. Because no limit records led into him doing things like wrap snacks where they got the chips and the ramen. He's doing the fish fry. Uh it's gonna segue into somebody else we're gonna end up talking about. But that turned into other business opportunities. That's what a money tree is. A money tree is something that grows, and as it branches out, as it grows, it's gonna continue to make you more money. Now the female demaris and Jesse. Their OnlyFans is already up and running. Jesse Chuan has her own website. I'm not going to include a link to that because why would I? To, to, to be quite honest, you guys not going to like my tone. But these bitches was real disrespectful. So I'm going to talk the way I'm going to talk about it. Now, what happened was, like I say, Hafiz was going into, like, okay, so what are you guys doing for money? Okay, you guys doing OnlyFans. Uh, the gist of the conversation was are you guys making preparations for doing something else outside of OnlyFans? And the one female demerits was pretty much like, no, because OnlyFans ain't going nowhere, and I should be able to do this long 50 or 70. And my was like, nah, you know, you guys are probably living really good right now. You're not used to making money, so you're going to buy things that you want. You're going to do things you haven't had a chance to do. And he wasn't being a dick about it. He really wasn't. He was just trying to state the fact that, hey, you guys need to try to, and make investments. That way you won't be broke. Guys, when you use the word simp, there's a lot of people now using that word out of context too. And in different comments on videos that got talked about that were reacted to as far as that situation, Hafiz was far from being a simp. He was trying to educate. Okay. Just because you try to educate somebody don't mean you're being a son. You can't call somebody a simple about trying to talk about the knowledge of investments. And it's funny because Jesse Tron was like, well, if you have knowledge on something and you should spread it out, you should give it out. Well, he was trying to. And y'all was so defiant and combative that you didn't want to listen to it. So some things that I got out of that whole interaction. Only fans for the majority of it is sex work. Don't think that it's not. Even if you're just showing videos, like Captain Samuel said, like even if you're just showing videos of your fucking feet, that's still sex work. If you're using your body through image or video in any type of manner that can be sexualized or fetished about, that is sex work. If you're on OnlyFans and you're showing your feet, that's sex work. If you're on OnlyFans and you're giving handy jays, that's sex work. And I mean outside of the obvious fact of having actual sex, whether it's intercourse or stimulation of that sort, but even if you're just in a bikini, if you're using your body in any type of sexualized manner like that, any manner to where somebody who has a fetish, like, okay, we do going to go back to the feet. Some people got a feet fetish. Most notably, for me, that I know, is Quentin Tarantino. If you look at a Quentin Tarantino movie, he daring there always got somebody's feet showing that bitch. That's how you know that he's, that's his thing. But anyway. So what we have... is female tron and the marriage and they're getting upset talking about how much money and Kevin Samuels was just asking a question, Hafiz is asking a question like, hey, you guys need to, certain things y'all need to do, you know, like, are you investing? And the mayor said that she was investing in body contouring. So hopefully she's got the actual building up to where she can do that. Hopefully she's actually got one up. Um can't say whether she does or whether she doesn't. I would hope she does. But if she don't, I understand why. I get it. Desi Trump told Kevin Samuels, it's none of, none of your business what I'm investing. That, to me, that came off, I'm not making investments because I don't need to because my money's not going to dry up. I understand something, ladies. If you're on OnlyFans, your money is eventually going to dry up. And the point that Kevin Samuels and that Hafiz was making is that there's always going to be a new dick girl. What does that mean? There's always going to be a new fresh face. Now, if you watch porn, you're not going to watch the same porn stars all the time. You're going to have a new porn star whether she's not even new in the industry. She may just be new to you. And Men being who we are, we're visual creatures, so attention span for us is pretty short for the most part. Not always entirely the case. The exception doesn't disprove the rule, it just proves that there's an exception too. Case in point. Cypheria, for a lot of us that didn't have Pornhub on the phone because, you know, technology back in the 90s and whatnot in the early 2000s, Cytheria was the first female, at least, that I had ever in my entire life at that moment. And I probably got put on to her sometime around 2003 to 2006. Some of y'all that know me, I know some females in the industry. But anyway, Cytheria was the first female that I saw that could score. And probably... The first two to three years of her even coming into the industry, a lot of her niche or novelty was from her squirting. Most people had never seen that before. It was something new to a lot of us. I know it was new to me. I'm not even going to front. I didn't know females could ejaculate and come so hard that they squirt. I thought she just was full and Buddy was pounding her out and she beat. Nah, not the case. So, Cytheria was the it girl for quite a few years because she had a talent that nobody else could do. Now, if you look at it, there's actual how to squirt tutorials all over Pornhub and all over the porn sites. What does that tell you? That means that even though she was somewhat revolutionary bringing a new, can't say genre, but she brought something new to the porn game. Well, now... Anybody can do it. A lot of females are doing it now, so it's nothing just about her. Okay? So, with that being said, I say that to say this, that being on OnlyFans, number one, the the market is, like Kevin Samuels said, it's at a cap right now. It's oversaturated. What do we mean by it's oversaturated? Everybody and they mama got an OnlyFans. It's like every dude you know that's got a mixtape out talking about trying to give you a sound quality. That's real shit. And it ain't nothing against these dudes trying to give you a sound cloud. But understand, ladies, it's like you don't want to hear everybody's mixtape. that everybody wants to pay for an OnlyFans subscription to see whatever the fuck you're doing. There's so much stuff out there that you can actually be doing physically and in person. Or you can just see for free for certain things. Now, certain individuals, I get it. They're not going to make flicks. Okay? Don't hurt me for this one, but perfect example is a bad baby. Bad baby. cat has been waiting on her to turn 18 for years. Not me personally. I fucking hate her. But understand something. She started her OnlyFans on her 18th birth on her 18th birthday. It was sometime in the past two weeks. That she made over a million dollars in six hours. Now, there's no way that Jesse Tron and that chick Damaris that was on the Fresh and Fit podcast are making that type of bread. Now, for Bad Baby, hopefully she's investing. Hopefully she's got somebody around here that's going to be smart with that money because you can blow through that money quick. Where she had a fashion Nova contract, she fucked that off trying trying to be hood and getting into a fight with a uh, fucking shorty name from Australia. Goddamn Rich the kid got a kid was brought. I can't even think of her goddamn name right now, but anyway. So hopefully Bad Baby, at least hopefully she understands that your money can come and they can go. Another example. To me this is a perfect example. That encapsulates the whole thing about the fucking podcast about that one section. Okay? Stay with me. Once again, form. Sister girl. Pinky. Pinky was big back in the, what, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. The body was natural. Ill, ill sex game from that. Ill game from that. Or from that one, right? I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't anyway. Yeah, but... know she's not doing porn now. She was stripping for a little bit. People were paying for her to make special appearances. Let's be real. I mean, even when she wasn't a major player in a porn game like that, you know, if you had the bread, you could call her up for whatever it was. But even she knows, you know, she's getting older. It's not going to last forever. She actually got with Master P. She has her own vegan burgers. What does that tell you? She knew the porn was going to stop. And she was trying to find other ways to make money because she knew her looks weren't going to last forever. She was running her fucking mileage up. So what did she learn? She learned, hey, well, I'm running my mileage up for me to get, you know. Well, you know what? I'm not even going to take it into that aspect. But let's understand something. With the type of job profession that she was doing, a lot of guys ain't going to try and wipe her up. So she's going to have to find a means to make her own bread. And she's been doing that with you know, with the rap gang. She's been mm-hmm. rapping, you ain't really heard a lot about it, so mm-hmm. and you ain't been doing good. But she's been trying to do other stuff. And for our community, we don't get the financial literacy classes like you need. Now, yeah, you're getting them now. Now people are talking about it. Now people are speaking up about it because we late to the party, but hey, welcome to the party though. I mean, at least we here. But she's got the slutty vegan burgers and you know she's trying to do more because she knows that she's got to do a little bit more to make sure that she's at a financial, st- a financially stable place that she wants to be in. So let's recognize that. Now, number one, I applaud her because she understands. Hey, with everything I've been doing, I can't rely on somebody. I got to rely on me. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Actually, that's not a bad thing at all. That's actually really good that she's doing it. Certain things you need to be able to do by yourself. Okay? Let's just be real and say that. And like I say, she's working with Master P and the slutty vegan burgers, you know, the name, not not only is the name kind of catchy, it's something that'll make you take notice, but think she's been making her bread off of that. That's actually really fucking good. She's been getting her bag, she's been getting her bag off of that. Now How does this tie into the Marist and Jesse Tron combo to that clip on the podcast? Well, they need to understand that their looks aren't going to last forever and they should invest. Don't be mad when somebody's trying to tell you to invest. Marist had the fucking clicticular fortitude to say, as a man, you don't have the right to tell a woman what to do with her money or how she makes her money. He wasn't even talking about that. He never asked you how much you made in a month. He just asked you, were you invested? And what were you investing in? You don't even have to give a fucking price. Say, hey, I got ten grand in Bitcoin and I got five grand on GameStop. She didn't have to say none of that. Um, I have a financial planner, and he has me in a couple ETFs, and she probably don't even know what the fucking ETF is. So, if you're listening, well, I know they're not gonna hear this. I'm gonna talk my shit regardless, anyway. But. If there's any females that's listening, you can make money off of your body. It's your body, your choice. You do as you will. Understand it's not going to last forever. You might want to hurry up and make your cash and get the fuck out. You know, we speak about high-end escorts and prostitutes. I know a few prostitutes that was making money just to get out of the game so they could go do other shit. A couple of them. They made it out of the game, and they took their bread. They started up some businesses, a couple of them didn't work out so well because they weren't good with planning the money. Because you know what, certain things you got to do to upkeep yourself as a female. Certain things you do to take away the pain and kind of block out the type of shit that you do to get your money. I get it, I understand, but that doesn't mean you got to be rude to the people trying to help educate you about the shit that you should probably be looking into. I get worried, you know, I got a daughter and I never had a chance to have these type of talks with her because we never got to really spend any large amount of time together without stuff going left. And I don't mean between me and her, but so much the fucking circumstances of whether I had time or I was able to spend time with her because of me and her mom having issues. That's neither here nor, well, No, that is here and there. I can't say it's neither one. But what I will say is that As ladies, understand that your time is finite. You got a limited amount of time to use your looks if that's what you're trying to do. Now, shout out to the third female that was there, the one that sat in the middle. Because even though she might not have agreed with a lot of stuff that was said, she listened and paid attention. Even if she didn't agree with shit at all, she could have fooled me. But a lot of the comments they were making weren't directed toward her and then the last thing i want to speak about is that damaris and jesse tron y'all some dumb motherfuckers because you need to listen to pay attention being instantly combative is not going to help your situation out talking about kevin sanders being outside the club and he can't get in Since I've been watching him, I've been watching him at 80,000 subscribers. He's got 620,000 subscribers probably in the last seven to eight months that I had been watching. He's been on the Joe Button podcast. He's been on Fresh and Fit as a Call in twice. He's got his stuff popping right now. He's hot, but he knows where to put his money. Believe me, he doesn't have all of his eggs in one basket. And he's an image consultant. At no point in time did he say that he was a dating guru or none of that nonsense. But him being an image consultant, what is he good with? He's good with the image, how you present yourself, how you are, how you present yourself to someone and how someone else can perceive you. So with that being said, he's actually got a couple of engagements under his belt as far as him helping people out with their images and getting them put together right and getting them in touch with the right people. So let's understand this for a fucking fact. There's proof of what he does. His actions have been proven to be right. So not only did you not know who he was talking to, or you not know who he was talking about, it's okay to say that. It's okay to say that. Just, you know, ask a question. I say it to a fault. Hey, the only stupid question is one that you don't ask. Gotta ask, it might sound stupid, but sometimes you need verification, sometimes you need confirmation, you know, depending on what it is that you're talking about or what it is that you're doing, sometimes you need that, sometimes you gotta ask if you don't know, if I don't know, I'm gonna ask, I'm like, hey, I don't want this to sound stupid, but let me ask you, knowing, hey, it already might sound a little suspect, it might sound a little stupid, it's already gonna sound a certain way to you, but I'm asking because I'm curious. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Sometimes it's what you gotta do. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. Just don't let your pride fuck you up. Don't let your pride put you in a place that you can't get out of. Don't let your ego put you in a place you can't get out of. It's okay if you don't know. You're not 25 yet. You don't know. We don't have these conversations in certain communities. We don't know especially when it comes to making investments. I'm sure Master P has learned a lot more in the last five years than he did in his first 15 at No Limit. Why? Because things change and you have to adapt. And if you can't learn or ask a question and you can't adapt, you're going to have a hard fucking time. And with everything going on right now, there's a possibility of us having another issue like the fucking Super Android 19. We might have another issue with it. Maybe a stronger variant, maybe something totally new, but we need to be able to have something to rely on in case we lose jobs. That was 40 million folk that fucking lost work. 40 million. A lot of those were males, females, both. But understand something, too. You have to have something to be able to fall back on. If you don't have any type of investment at least started by now, it's going to be hard. I learned about this stuff about, well, I knew about stocks, but I never paid it no mind. I knew about the 401k. I never really paid it no mind, not until I went across the water. When I got across the water is when I really started paying attention to shit. And made some moves that were good, made some moves that were bad, but I made some moves and I learned from it. So now I know better. Now with the investment thing popping off, hey, certain things are going to get easier, certain things are going to get harder, but I know what I need to do. Why? Because I swallow that pride pill and ask the fucking question. Some shit you just got to ask, because if you don't know, you're going to fuck around and you're going to fuck your whole world off by not trying to find out, by not trying to get the information you need on what you need. You can't do that. You got to make sure that you're on top of your shit because you got to worry about you. And your loved ones, your family, your circle, whatever the fuck you want to call it at the end of the day, you gotta worry about that. Make sure that shit's straight. There's a lot of people that was hurting and it took a little bit till some of them got back right after the Android 19 hit. I mean, the states, we still haven't even fully fucking recovered. It's gonna take a little bit of work till shit opens back up. And in the meantime, you got a safety net. Now, the main point of what Kevin and Hafiz was telling them was that, yo, OnlyFans is seasonal work. That's not a career, first and foremost. Why is that not a career? Anytime you do anything that can be sexualized or fetishized in a sexual manner, it's fleeting. Your audience is going to come and go. Now, I give Jesse Tron this when she said when you make money, it comes in waves. That's not entirely true. It's not entirely false. Depending on what you do is when it's going to come in waves. If you have a restaurant and you have something like the Android 19 that hit us, yeah, that's going to come in waves. But you know who didn't suffer? The medicinal and recreational marijuana industries that were legal in certain areas didn't suffer at all. Hell, their business picked up. Their business picked up because of what was going on. you already not working. If you got your unemployment check coming in, hell, you may as well take the stress off and get fucking hot. What else popped up and got bigger? Delivery businesses got bigger. DoorDash. Yeah. I can't go to the restaurant and eat. I can get on my app. I want Waffle House. I can get my fucking favorite fucking combo. They can bring it to my door. You know, it comes and it goes. And that's true. That's real shit. But it depends on what it is, it depends on how it comes and how it goes. That's what you got to pay attention to. That's what you got to look for. Sex work until people get tired of seeing you. Even with major porn stars, their crowds come and go because you get tired of seeing the same shit all the time. You might be cool with a Vanessa Del Rio for like a couple weeks. Then after that, you might have to get on the pinky. Then after that, you get on to, uh, Heather Hunter. You know, it's going to come and it's going to go. You 23, you're not going to have the same fans at 25. You're not going to have the same fans in probably two or three months. Cause at some point, they're going to stop paying. For the subscription. some point they're going to want something new. Or they're just not going to want to keep paying for it. So. Hopefully y'all understand that no. That's not going to be a career. That's a job. Hell even most. Quote unquote careers. That people think of careers. Are still just jobs at the end of the day. And that's being real. I got a job. Can I call that a career? No, I've done this job for a couple different companies. I've done it for a few years. That a career? No, it's not a career. It's a job that pays well. It's a job that's in demand, but it's not a career. At any point in time, I could get hurt. I might not be able to continue to perform that job. Career? I would actually say. And I got to look it up to get the exact definition, but my, I can't say perception of it either. That's not even really the right way to call it. But a career is something that's going to make you money no matter what. You could get hurt, you could still do it. Like, you can do that shit from home. I can't do my job from home, per se. I lack the facilities to do it. But a career, you know borderline entrepreneurial, yeah, I get that, and I know some people that have careers, I know some people, I could even, yeah, I could even go so far as to say that it's a career slash entrepreneurial effort, I could actually go ahead and say both on that one, I actually could, but that's a whole nother podcast for a whole nother time, yo, my name is Marco O'Kane. thank you for tuning in to Kane O'Clock. Give him a shout outs to the homies. Yo, shout out to the homie, the Trash Mechanic, check him out, Trash Mechanic Podcast. Big shout out to the homie, Mr. Collective, check him out on the Collective show. Also, my co-host on the Caney Collective Podcast. Alright? You can find us on iHeart, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, wherever you guys are getting your podcasts from. Yo, y'all be safe out there and take care. Alright? Peace.